My brother's forgiven me. Key, Dr. Hong, brother Numsi has forgiven me. Dear brother, thank you, thank you, thank you. What's going on? What up, what up? Back again. Brother Numsi, part two. Uh, appreciate everybody supporting on the first one. We're going to see how this flows again. Um, so let's start it off, man. First off, uh, last time you was talking about this big weekend that you was going to have. So what's, what's, what's up with that? I mean, so we just going to jump right into that, right? I mean, where else to start? I mean, you want to start with my weekend or? Yeah. Yeah. Brother, let's start with your weekend. How about you do nothing. <laughs> I binge watched the boys. Um, Are you watching the whole thing? Yeah. Which, uh -huh. So yeah. I, I'm on season. I mean, not season. I'm on episode number four, I think. Nah, I liked it. I liked it. Like, I really got into it. Uh, I, I went home on Friday, told my wife, like, look, uh, there's something I want to binge. And we did it. We, uh, we, she watched we got it through you? it in two days. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So far, I like it. I definitely like it. It's a different uh, twist and spin on superheroes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Overall, I think that uh, hopefully by the end of the end of the season, I mean I haven't finished it, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's just actually that good to me. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm, I'm happy that it already got uh, uh, greenlit for the uh, second second season. Okay, so, okay, uh, I didn't know that. So that's good, but man, you know, don't spoil it for me. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. While I was watching it, I, it got me thinking about binging, like how much content. Are we taking in compared to a couple of years ago? You know what I mean? Like, and how how will this affect us going forward? What do you mean, binging? Like, I watched eight hours of mm -hmm. a show. Right. Then I turned around and watched another good five hours of another show to finish that one off. And then we turned around and started a whole new season or something. You know what I mean? As opposed to back in the day, all you had was like TGIF. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you had that one episode. You know, or let's 30 say minutes, let's, 30 minutes worth of content. Let's say you had two hours worth of content, you know what I mean, from the different shows if you watched all of them. So now you're taking that two hours and you're taking it into like eight at least. Right. You know what I mean? You watch Game of Thrones in a week, like hey, all of it. I think that was the best way to watch Game of Thrones, by the way, because there is no waiting for the next week. So I, I liked it myself because I didn't watch any of it. And then when I sat and I binged it, I watched season one all the way to the very end, and um, it, it was a very good experience for me. I mean, I got that, and I, I'm i not disagreeing that it's not a good experience to be able to go from episode to episode. I'm just saying how much time you're sitting in front of the TV. Yes, and what are the effects later on? Like, are we losing information as we sit here and gain this new information? I don't think so. For me, <clears throat> sitting there binge-watching any TV show or any or just sitting there watching any movie – I get to turn my brain off from everything else that I've done that day. So therefore, from for me, I you know, depending on what you do for a living, that is maybe a, an outlet or a release for you not to think for a second. You know what I'm saying? You might be into that invested into that that person, that that TV show or what's going on. So that way when something happens, you know, you 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 feel emotionally in, invested. Mm -hmm. uh, but other than that, you know what I'm saying? I think it's cool. So you you turn your brain off. I turn my brain off. I don't. Yeah. I'm thinking no. while I'm watching. Yeah. Mm -mm. And I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying. I'm, I'm gaining all this new content and trying to figure out like how everything's gonna play. Also, I'm looking at shot selection and 
and dialogue and all that type of stuff. I'm breaking down a movie or uh, a show as I'm watching it. So uh, my brain is definitely not turned off. I wonder, I wonder why is that, brother? I mean, your, your major is... Film. Yeah, Film. exactly. I mean, so you are analytical in that sense. Nah, absolutely. But I don't think it's just... It ain't just me. I ain't going to say everybody does it. But let's say, for instance, uh, live TV or live PD. I'm sorry. Live PD, right? If somebody's watching that show, like it looks like dumb. Uh, what am I trying to think of? Reality TV almost from a cop's perspective. But live PD is cops. It's like cops. Live it's, PD. It's, yeah. You never, didn't watch live PD? Never heard of it. You need to watch it, man. Uh because it can give you some good insight on how cops react to communities and different people and stuff like that. Like, we saw about this at work. Oh, just like the Netflix show they did in Flint. Yeah, like Flint Town, but from a a more real-time situation as opposed to just taking the highlight reels out of it. Like, Flint Town took the highlight reels, so you see officers tackling people with no real context as to why they were doing it, as opposed to Live PD. You know, you might have somebody... You, you're in the car with the officer, you know what I mean? Because the camera rides with him. So he might be like, all right, I'm going to stop this vehicle because they got a, a taillight out. I'll probably just, you know, issue them a warning or something. They get out. People are acting sketchy. They say, you know, people get out the car. They find weed. Somebody getting locked up, you know what I mean? Okay. And they all could have been avoided sometimes if people would just, you know, act a little, a little bit more uh, calm. Is I would that, say is is that the um, every every episode is, no, is I mean every like that? every episode somebody has an attitude with the police and they end up stepping up <laughs> what the initial uh, stop was you know what I mean like if somebody was just getting a simple traffic ticket they might end up getting them in more trouble than what they should have been in so it kind of to me yet again talking about binging because it is a three hour program three so hours. if you if you watching that it. Your mind should be on, in my viewpoint, because it should tell you how to deal with the cops. Because you see the good and the bad way to deal with the police and see the effects. And, and you, you get to see those same officers with different people and how they interact with those different people. It sounds just like cops to me. It's better it's, than cops, though. It sounds just like the movie Showtime with Robert De Niro and Eddie Murphy. No, nah, it's better than that. Because Rene Russo was definitely pulling strings in that. Like, mm -hmm. it was kind of some setups in that. Hey. This is more... Well, I mean, it could be some setups, but it don't look like it. Mm -hmm. So, you see, you fell into the trap. You see, you don't know if it's set up or not. But at the very least, like I'm saying, it could at least show somebody how to deal with the police. Because, mm -hmm. like, when I get pulled over, I'm not going to be argumentative. You know what I mean? I, I never was. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I try to be respectful. So that way I don't end up getting locked up. You know what I'm saying? The more you run your mouth, I think the more in danger, especially as a black man, the more in danger you are getting locked up or something else wrong happening. Yeah, I'm not saying to shuck and jive out there, but I'm just saying you don't have to be so combative all the time. I, I agree with that. I mean, if it's nine times out of 10, we're in the wrong for whatever reason we're getting pulled over anyway. Right. Whether it be speeding or littering or tax, whatever. You know, yeah. Yeah. And then we like, why you do it? Why you pull yeah. us over? Blah, 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 blah. And it's not just us. Of course, it's, it's white people who, who does that more than us. Mm -hmm. But it is, we are highlighted when, in, that, in that sense. Right. But I'm just so, I'm just saying in a program like that, like you don't have to turn your, your brain off, even if you're not uh, content- film 
a TV major, you know what I mean? Like, you can get good stuff out of TV sometimes. Yeah. I, you just pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just like to turn my brain off and not think about anything. Well, there you go. From time to time. You know, just relax. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just me. I I can't do it. I don't think I'm going to watch that TV show. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It ain't for everybody, I guess. Right. Um, So that's what you did. You binged this weekend. Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Uh, Yeah, because I, yeah. Oh, I did do, I did a top golf Mm -hmm. since the last time we talked. Uh, Did terrible. Okay. Uh, for those that don't know, Top Golf is pretty much a driving range with games. So you did terrible, but it sound consistent to me. What you trying to say? I consistently do terrible. Um, on probably some golf, yeah, probably, yeah. Nah, I'm not good at golf unless it's weak. <laughs> However, I did do some. I, I pulled a magic trick, right? So I take the uh, I take the ball, put it on the tee, right? I swing. I got like a three wood or three iron. It's just, I don't know. I don't know golf. <laughs> but I swing, I hit it, connect, make a noise, ball goes nowhere. I swing all the way through. Ball stayed on the tee. <laughs> I did this three times to the point where everybody that was with me was like, How are you even doing that? I was like, I have no idea. And they no handed me a, they handed me a new club. Somebody like, should have been videotaping that. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense at all. How can you make contact with the with the ball and then not go nowhere? I have no idea. Unless you thought you was hitting, no, I the hit ball. it. Unless, the only thing I can think of differently is if I hit the tee, the tee moved, and somehow the ball was before it could hit the ground. The tee came back and put it back in place, which is an amazing feat in itself as well. Yeah, that's that's some. Uh, I don't want to say magic, but what's that? Uh, what's the, what those guys on YouTube who uh, do perfect? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what that is. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I sucked. I don't want to play no more. <laughs> this is not for me. <laughs> I'm not a golfer. Nothing about golf feels right to me. The right. swing, like, I feel stiff. Well, you got to practice that, and you got to stretch, because, you know what I mean, a day after playing golf, uh, your whole side, depending on if you're right or left, uh, will be hurting. Yeah. Because you know, that's that's definitely a workout. I didn't feel that. I did hurt my wrist, though. No, so you probably wasn't holding it right. Yeah, no, nah, it was just the last time. I think I was done with it mentally, uh-huh. and I yeah, I definitely like went drifting correct. Uh, yeah. Same same way with bowling. Yeah. I mean, for real talk, my only golf lessons have come from uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, from Chubbs. You know, it's all in your hips. That's about <laughs> that's about all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, Chubbs. <laughs> so I mean, that's my weekend. All right. So my weekend started on Thursday. And went out to uh, to Las Vegas. Um, was out there for a uh, convention, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people that I haven't seen in a while. I saw um, reconnected with those guys, um, and then the, the people that I actually went out there with, uh, most of them from here in Nashville. Uh, we just kicked it all weekend, pretty much. So we went to a couple of pool parties. We went to a couple of clubs out in Vegas. Of course, we stayed up until the sun came up, went oh. to sleep, woke back up, did it all over again. So, so pool parties, who uh, was any artists out there for the pool parties? For the pool party, uh, we actually saw Plies um, at one of the pool parties. I think I can't remember the name of which one we went to. I think it may have been Daylight. Mm. Um, but... You know, he got a song, um, Got Drip for Sale. Nah. 
Yeah. I don't, I don't know that. He, I, I really wasn't paying attention to the song until he performed it live. And now it's in my head. It's a good song. It's a good song. Some songs it, are better live. It's just, it's just catchy. Yeah. I got drip for sale. Um, So we saw him at, at a pool party. At another pool party at Tile, we saw another artist. I can't think of who he was. Um, but I got there late and he was already performing. And But that was a good time too at Tile. And then uh, the hotel that we were staying at had a pool party. And we went there, and that was that was pretty cool to sit in the pool and just just chill for a minute. And really, wasn't no artists there. We was just there, just chilling. Yeah. Um, Where y'all stay? We stayed at the Lynx. The Lynx. Where's that? The at? Lynx. It's, it's right next to the Flamingo. Okay. Uh, okay. If you know where that's at. Yeah. So right in between the the Lynx and the Flamingo, there's a, a long strip, uh, and restaurants and um, some stores. But right above that. It's like a promenade, pretty much. But right above that is the uh, zip line that goes okay. from one end to the other end. Of the strip? No, not the strip. This oh, is in, 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 oh, this okay. is in like, between the two. Yeah, yeah, this is like parallel to the strip. Okay. Um, I'm not parallel, perpendicular, I'm sorry. Man, I messed all my geometry. I mean, it's been a while. Okay. Uh, but I wanted to do the, the, the zip line, but we never got around to doing okay. that. Um, we was just too busy doing other things. I, well, so I've been in Vegas. Uh, I've been in Vegas with you yeah. twice. Uh, once, the first time don't really count. However, I will. I'm gonna ask this question: Did you, did you drink professionally? You know what I mean? Like, did you, did you train? I want to say be in a nice drunk. I didn't. I didn't train for this time. Okay. But however, I think that you know my uh, performance was on par. Okay. Okay. So, so I wouldn't say that uh, I was I was training for this. You know what I'm saying? I was like a natural. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I, I went through the, the days and the evenings, um, fully prepared for what I was getting myself into, and therefore I came out on top. You know, like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those that don't know what I'm talking about as far as training is, for one, you gotta drink water. You gotta be hydrated. That's that's number one. Two, the last time we went for your when we was out there for your bachelor party, we had some nice, uh, what are they called? Uh, recovery tab stickers or something. It's like a patch. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it had vitamins that was supposed to be helping you. I forgot all about that. As you were drinking. Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, we had the, uh, we had like BC powder, you know, mm-hmm. you down your BC powder, take you a bottle of water before you go to sleep, you wake up in the morning, get you another drink. You're good. Yeah, that is true. That is true. So I was doing my BC. I was doing the um, oh the the Pedialyte powder okay. in, in my mm-hmm. water. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, because it was hot, mm-hmm. uh, hotter than hot. It was like 106, 107 every day, uh, ridiculous, um, in the sun. So when you day drinking and evening drinking, afternoon drinking, and all that, you definitely need to stay hydrated. You definitely need to take some. Um, supplements or something that's going to keep you alert or you know what I'm saying just keep your body right 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 so yeah there was, it was a lot of that but I had fun um, we, the clubs that we went to we actually uh, saw um, Snoop Dogg at one um, and then we saw Little John at another one okay that was probably hype yeah I mean every club we went to was, was, yeah. was hyped so it was jumping everywhere we went and it, yeah. what's crazy is when you think about it like I was there for four days and every day we went to a, a club and a pool party mm-hmm. or multiple pool parties and to think that happens every weekend. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, nah, it's crazy. Yeah. Ridiculous. One of my uh, favorite concerts I went to 
was out there. Kendrick Lamar, when we saw Kendrick Lamar in the club, yeah. like I thought that was live. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? After Good Kid, Bad City. Yep, yep. I yeah. remember that. That yeah. was good. That in the, I think about the uh, skydiving when we did skydiving out. That's there. why I wanted to do the zip line. Yeah. So I, you know, the, the skydiving last time was like the highlight of that trip. Yeah. For, uh, for absolutely. Me. Uh, jumping out of a plane, a raggedy plane at that. Oh my god, crop um, planes! Man, never again on that type of plane. First of all, the planes didn't have no doors. We're flying <laughs> up in this like single engine plane with no seats. The only person that had a seat was the pilot right. in the cockpit, yeah. and it really wasn't a cockpit. He was just in right, front of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you got four people, including two jumpers and two instructors. You right. know what I mean? That's tethered. Yep. You know what I mean? Because it was tethered jump. So. I remember as we uh, ascended, uh, going up, uh, it was cold because there was no door. Right. And the higher you get, the colder it gets, even though it was hot on the ground. Like, I was freezing by the time we got, I was ready to jump. <laughs> it was, the the turbulence was crazy. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I'm ready to get up out yeah, this plane. You, you want a crop duster. Yeah, absolutely. I remember seeing, because uh, I didn't jump first. Uh, I can't first, first of all, the type of plane, you can only have two people in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, a total of four, really. You and, and your jumper. The four was really, it was, it was packed. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was too many people. Yeah, it was too many people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I can't remember the guy that jumped, homeboy from Detroit. I'll just say that. Rico. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, he went before me. I had never met him before. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. and I think he, I want to say he got in that morning or late the last night. So we really hadn't met. Uh -huh. And, uh. I remember he went up towards the door and his instructor was talking and I couldn't hear him because my instructor was talking to me. And then all of a sudden he gets sucked out of the plane. He didn't jump. <laughs> he never jumped. He got sucked out of the plane. I'm thinking something went horribly wrong. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this dude is dead. <laughs> like clearly everything is wrong. How do I explain this? One to Lamar because this is one of his, one of his groomsmen. Two, to this man's family, because I organized this, this skydive, and I thought it was going to be the funnest thing, and this this guy is gone. <laughs> He's gone forever. <laughs> so, next thing I know, I'm butted up against the door, and I'm still look like, so we ain't going to talk about what just happened, you know what I mean, with my instructor. We ain't going to talk about it, and he was uh, like Ukrainian or something. He had a thick accent. I could barely understand him, and next thing I know, I just felt pressure going forward. No, he was pushing you out the door. Didn't even realize. Like, I just felt a slow lean forward. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm just doing flips in the air. I was like, ah, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. This is, ain't no going back. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go back in the plane. It's only one one way, and it's down. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's a long way down, too. It, it was a long way. <laughs> it, you know, when you prayer. jump out of a plane and you see it on TV or in movies, and you're like, oh, man, it looks so fun. It is fun. But also, whenever you're looking at it, you also thinking that, hey, maybe I can do all these different tricks and stuff. Mm -hmm. No, you you need to train for that type of stuff. Yeah. Nah, you just can't do just jump out of a plane and think that you're going to Superman it. Right. Yeah. Nah, you can't. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Gravity don't work like that. I don't even understand how we even became stable to where <laughs> I was face down. You right. know what I mean? Like, because we were flipping. Uh -huh. Like, at what point did we gain control? I remember he was like, all right, arms out. So I did my little arms out. But he had to do the rest. Like, there's no way me just sticking my arms out stopped me from flipping. Like, I just been flipping with my arms out like an idiot. You know what I mean? Hands down, the best time at the, on that trip. Oh man, was that, was that? I I will say I don't recommend being hungover or drunk going into that because like I was, um, I definitely wouldn't 
wouldn't at my, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't at my prime. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I wouldn't. I wasn't feeling it that morning. Uh, but I had to go because we paid for it. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, I remember we pushed uh, Terrence. I think it was Terrence. It was. He just showed up. Yeah. And uh, he was scared. He, oh, he was so scared. Yeah. He was definitely scared. Yeah. Which made it all the funnier. Yeah, absolutely. He, the whole yeah. way. He was like, nah, man, just get in the van and, and ride to the uh, spot with us. Yeah. So yeah. he was like, all right, cool. You know, he's talking. And then next thing you know, he's like, all right, nah, man, just go ahead and pay the money. You can you can stop at any point. Right. <laughs> next right. thing you know, he he jumping out of plane talking about, let's do it again. Right, right. The one but who was scared to go wanted to go again. It did take him. Like, they had to pass him up. Like, he was supposed to be one of the first ones up in the plane. And I remember he ended up being one of the last ones in the plane because he, he got scared. so scared. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he didn't want to get in that plane. He was sitting on the bench the whole time with his head down. Right. Like, man, I don't, I don't think I want to do this. I don't want to do it. Speaking of planes, their original plane was broken at the time, which should have been a telltale sign that we should have went somewhere else. Like, maybe go uh, race car driving. Like, yeah. the other option was, like, your main plane is broke. Yeah. And the segue from that, you talking about planes, when we got to the airport on Thursday, we were supposed to leave at like 6, 10 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So what happened was they told everybody to move from this gate A, for say, for sake, to gate B. And the reason why is they said that something was wrong with the plane. That's never a good sign. Man, what if we had got on the plane and it took off? So I'm in the military. Our planes break all the time. At least that's what they tell us. A lot of times pilots will go to different cities. They like the city. So they'll say something's broken so they can stay in that city. Ah, really? Um, So I don't know if regular pilots do that too, but like at least that's what I think. You know what I mean? Like, cause we get pilots that come to Nashville all the time and all of a sudden their planes broke for like three days. And like, (laughs) how's this, how does this happen every time to everybody? Like, is this do we got a bad runway? <laughs> like, it just breaks parts. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's what happens, depending on where, like, probably like, nah, I think I want to chill here. Right, right. I mean, Nashville is popping right now. It is. Now, honestly, one thing that we were talking about, uh, I'm not even going to disclose what we were talking about because somebody's going to take this idea and run with it if they hear this, probably. But Nashville is popping to the case of it is now becoming the it city for uh, tourism. And it was already a tourist location, but it's getting a whole lot bigger to the fact that people are comparing Nashville to a small Vegas without the casinos. Right. I don't get it. You don't I, but get it. I live here. So that, that's the reason why, you don't, that's why you don't get it. That's but like, I know we're, we're pretty much, what, number two in bachelorette parties and yeah. number three in bachelor parties? Or something, we in top five of both. Yeah. I know that much. Yeah. So, yeah, like, as I walk on Broadway... Um, I don't, I don't see the appeal. Matter of fact, to me, cause I was just down there last weekend or last week, uh, for the conference, I was like, it looks like it's more country than ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what people come to really come to Nashville for. It's man. For the, the country vibe, the, 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 the music, the seeing these country music artists, um, clubs, bars, you know, bar hopping. They're going to have to change something. Cause you know, we in the black history museum. Um, which or black music, black music history museum, uh-huh. or something. It's right on Broadway, uh-huh. right, right across from uh, Gaylord. Yeah. So, so what are you saying? Now I'm, I'm saying we're gonna have to get some more attractions for African American and black folks. You know what I mean? It's gonna take some time, some of us to actually get it together and then make that actually happen. 
And what we're going to have to do is just talk to the other people, us, you know what I'm saying, to say, hey, act right when you come in here. That's true. And that's the problem. We can't keep nothing because we're not acting right all the time. That that's why true. we go to the, their establishments. They have the security. They have the rules. And we follow theirs. But when we get our own stuff, we don't want to follow them. Why is that? Why is that? It's a good question. I don't know. People just don't want to act. And another thing I think also why people don't want to follow the rules is because if I'm a, if I'm a brother, I'm black, and I see you, you black, now all of a sudden you we got a, a, a connection, a bond all of right, a sudden. Right. I don't know you personally. Only thing that I know is that you're black and I'm black. Right. But because we're both black, now I'm saying, hey, brother, uh, can I get in for free? Can I get that discount? So you think it's the hookup thing Always. on top of that? Man, that's a, that's a generational curse, I would say. I, I, to some extent, I kind of agree with that. But however, on the flip side, like you said, let's say, for instance, I'm in a I'm in a place that's predominantly white and I see a black person. He is now my safety. You know what I mean? Like if something pop off, we have an understanding. Like that's what the what's up is about. Like right. the head yeah. nod. Mm-hmm. Like when I see a black man and I head nod him, he head nod me. They're saying like, hey, if something jump off, we in this together. <laughs> like we got to fight our way through this somehow. If I see you getting into some sc- a scuffle, come over here. Right. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I agree with that. So why on the flip side, when we with, when we with the others, <laughs> we have that type of connection. But when it's just us. We don't have that kind of I don't know. I don't know. But that's what we need to get away from in order for anything that we do to succeed. Um, people just always trying to get over. And it's, they don't try to get over on any other nationality but but their own. That's true. That is true. And I think we do it the most. We do. More than any other nationality. Yes. Um, that's sad. Speaking of which, because this kind of goes in that, what do you think about reparations? Uh, what do you mean? Like there, there are uh, potential uh, presidential candidates mm-hmm. uh, trying to streamline reparations for African Americans. I don't see how it can happen. Uh, I think that we're too far gone for any type of reparations. Uh, there's, there's, there's no really no impact. You can't say that I'm going to give you money. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you uh, a discount on something. And not do it for every single person. I'm not going to sit here and try to track down your DNA history, right? And try to figure out if you actually came from descendants. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I don't agree with it. Actually, that's uh, that's kind of where I stand uh, as well. Like, how do you how do you track it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they're I, one of my best friends' parents come from Africa, so he's not a descendant of a slave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he comes from yeah. Africa, right? So. Does he get reparations, and how do you justify that? And then he has kids that his wife is African American, descended of a slave. So do the kids get reparations? Like at what point? Where do you what, cut it off? Yeah, at what, what? Where's the line with all this? And then who's paying for it? It's going to be the taxpayers. So the same people that are getting reparations are paying into the reparations anyway. I think it's a good talking point. I don't want to say a good talking point. I think that it's a distraction from whatever else that. Somebody's in you, not in you, window, but somebody's agenda. It's, it's, maybe it's a hidden agenda. It's a way to get the black vote. I don't even think it's a way to get the black you don't vote. You think so? Because if it was a way to get the black vote, why didn't this come up last presidential election? Because they assumed they was getting the black vote. Nah. The last presidential election? Nah. Hillary Clinton? Mm-hmm. She assumed she had the black vote yeah. because she was a Democrat. Obama had just got out of office and she was the wife of Bill Clinton, yeah. who black people heavily supported. I, which I don't know why we supported him either. 
You don't know why we supported Bill? No, nah, Because he played saxophone on Arsenio Hall. That's why we supported him. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Bill, Bill was smooth. He right. definitely was smooth. That's why we supported him, yeah, though. So it he, wasn't for his politics. He tricked us. That's what it was. Yeah, it wasn't for his politics he at all. Us. Bamboozled. That is a straight. But no, I don't. I don't agree with the reparations portion of it. Uh, I, I, I do not understand why it's being brought up right now and why so many people are latching on to that. Even on the Breakfast Club, then you know Charlamagne the guy be talking about whenever the candidates have came up there to uh, do the interviews with them. Mm-hmm. He even say, asks the the, the candidate, um, "What do you think about reparations?" I think he's an advocate for reparations in some case, or he just may be stirring the pot. Right. I, I don't know his his exact motive, but he does stir the pot a lot, and I think he's a, he does that well. Nah, he does. Um, he's great at that. Oh, absolutely. But uh, I, I don't personally. I don't think it's anything's going to happen. Now, what I do agree with, and I do wish would happen, is something about the um, national debt. So the national debt, as far as as it relates to um, student loans. Okay. Yeah. So everybody in the U.S., I would say, has student loans mm-hmm. for the most part. So I know that there is a, a discussion point of eliminating student loans. I don't think that would ever happen. Is it to eliminate it? But to do something to reduce the student loans, I think, would be a better, uh, palatable, palatable, you know, message to come across. Because you can't. Everybody wants it to be eliminated. So right. he's like, Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah. But that ain't going to happen. I mean, if you look at somebody like a Bernie Sanders, and I'm, I'm forgive me if I'm getting his politics wrong, but it's my understanding that he wants like everybody to be able to get into college, four year, masters, no mm-hmm. matter, because he's more on the socialist side than anything. Okay, that I cannot agree with. You know what I mean? The student loans, I I do get like paying it down some or something. Like it does, it do need to be regulated because it's out of control. Right. Um. But I think there needs to be a cost associated with higher education because if we allow everybody to have higher education, then it diminishes that higher education. Force, yeah, absolutely. Um, because that's part of the weeding out process. How dedicated are you to this that you're willing to do the long hours? You're willing to pay the, the, the money, you know what I mean, and, and stick with it. Um, especially when you start government regulating everything um, same thing with high schools right now. You got a lot of high schools, public high schools, that is with no child left behind. You know, I got te- friends that are teachers where, you know, they flat out told them, like, you're not failing anybody in this class. We don't need that in the universities. We already have that in the high schools. You right. know what I mean? Let's, let's leave that in the high schools. You know, if you have the passion and the drive to further your education, uh, by all means, go get it. And let's make it accessible and, and have avenues for people to get it, even scholarships, you know what I mean? Sometimes all it is is just submit an essay, and mm-hmm. people don't want to do that. Right. Well, that's just weeding you out. Exactly. You know what I mean? You you didn't even want to do that. All you had to do was write a paper about yourself. Mm-hmm. So uh, I agree with things like that, um, but I don't agree with just making it free for everybody. Now, I don't mind, uh, like, Tennessee right now has Tennessee Ready, I think it is, where you do two years of junior college, um, for college. free, yeah, yep. community college. Yep. Yep. All right, that's fine. Get your electives knocked out. Kind of figure out what you're gonna do with your life, whether you're gonna go through or not. 
you know what I mean, then go to a four-year university, yeah. or Cause you can skip past that and go straight to a four-year yeah. university. Because everybody's not ready for a four-year. I wouldn't. Some people go to four years, and they just wild out and fail out, flunk out, and be like, hey, I, going from high school to, to college, I, I wasn't ready for it. I got my hand raised. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had some interference, because uh, I did serve a year in, uh, in Kuwait, Mm-hmm. Uh, going from my pretty much within the second half of my uh, sophomore year leading up until when I got back everybody was already in their j- junior year uh, however that's not to say that my grades were immaculate beforehand because they weren't like I was <laughs> suffering you know what I mean like I wouldn't I wouldn't on any academic probation but like one more grade and mm-hmm. I probably would have been right. so you know uh, yeah I definitely wasn't ready and uh when I went back, I could see how much I wasn't ready and how much, like, I was there for the experience more than for the education. Right, right. And that, that's what everybody really goes with because a lot of people are sheltered. Uh, I want to say sheltered, but um, I was, years ago, back in the day, I would say sheltered. But now with the, the use of all of this technology that mm-hmm. we have in front of us, everybody um, has the freedom to do pretty much whatever they want to do. Look up whatever they want to do, right. see what they want to see. So um, it's... It, the experience is different whenever you're away from all of that. So right. I, w- I would say. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, I w- yeah, I was caught up in the uh, the fraternities. And, like, I didn't pledge, per se, I wanted to. But I didn't have the grades. Mm-hmm. And I got deployed. And then when I came back, I was like, ain't nobody touching me now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I've been through war. Even though I didn't. Caveat, I didn't. I was never in any danger. <laughs> like, let me just say that. I don't want to say I was like, I'll, but like the war was going on. When you say you're not going to anybody touching me now, what do you mean, brother? Like there is hazing. I mean, that's in in the university that I was at. Uh-huh. They were hazing. How do you, I mean, but that, that's the rumor. You no, know, it's not a rumor actually, when you, you know people. That? When you know people, when, if you stay up long enough brother, in the dorms, you see people come back in, you see them. Fraternities and sororities are non-hazing organizations that's that i mean that's a nice selling point that's what it's the truth that's what they say that's 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 the truth that's what we preach that's what we say the institution yes every every the time institution, we, there's, there's yes. a, a a potential person the institution that was, is interested yes. into any one of these organizations yes. we tell you that up front as a whole the divine nine yes i agree with that statement however the chapters not all the chapters agree with the statements now from what i hear they are getting better because, but they're getting better because they're getting in trouble. <laughs> like again, where are you getting this information from, brother? I've been there. You've been. Like, there? You are so far removed now, bro. Okay. How are you getting okay. this information? Okay. You said you hear that they're getting better, but you you ain't been to to a college. You know, what I'm saying where any one of these fraternities or sororities are, you know, seated in a, in a while. True, but I know people that have pledged mm-hmm. after the time that I spent in school. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably about 10 years up under me and they didn't go through the experiences that I know people that went through. Mm -hmm. Everybody's experience is different, but but I can definitely say that, um, our organizations, fraternities and sororities are non-hazing brother. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I seen school days. Hey, yeah. school, day, school days back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Was was was, uh, was based on a and it rained. It rained true when I went through. It, when you went through what? When I went through school the first time. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I went through that. 
but I could have. I was very close. Okay. I was on the cusp. Uh-huh. All I needed to do was just show up to the house, and I didn't. I, hey. So you know I'm saying? just going to say that. I'm, all I want to say is that, you know what I'm saying, it ain't for everybody. Oh. <laughs> oh. That ain't the reason. That ain't the reason. Hold on now. Oh, okay. Okay. The reason uh-huh. is because I didn't, I wasn't even enrolled in school at the time. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know if I was, I didn't know where my money was coming from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, whether I was going to be able to go that semester. And by the time I did get enrolled, that line had already died. Mm-hmm. So, hey, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it was God looking out for you. I know, it definitely knowing, was. Knowing, you know what I'm saying, something was going to happen. It definitely was. So, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. And, you know, also coming back from, from being deployed and everything, I realized who... I didn't need it because I already had my brotherhood. You know what I mean? I met lifelong friends in college that I didn't have, I didn't pledge with. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So uh, for me, you know, the brotherhood part, because I'm be honest, I wasn't a community service type of guy. So I wasn't in it for the community service. I was in it for the, the brotherhood and the, the stepping and all that type of stuff. So by the time I got back, like, you know, that wasn't even a thought process because like I already had my friends, you know what I'm saying? Uh, who are still good friends of mine today. We talk on a daily basis, you mm-hmm. know, through group me. Mm-hmm. Um, let's bring me to my next point, uh, kind of moving on. Uh, I'm not on social media. Uh, however, I am on uh, group me, which is just my core friends, right? And I'm cool with that because to me, social media can be fake. Just like, let's say if you go back for a homecoming, or a high school reunion. To me, personally, I really don't care about them people. <laughs> <laughs> so everything that I do in those moments are is fake. Uh-huh. And I feel fakeness. You know what I mean? I remember the last homecoming I went to, um, I was talking to uh I was talking to this girl that I I didn't have interest, like I wasn't trying to get with her. I just wanted to know what she was up to. She was a year ahead of me, so she had been gone for a while. So I was just trying to talk to her. You know what I mean? I thought we were friends. And we had this superficial conversation. And then within like two seconds, like she was on talking to somebody else. And I was like, why Why am I even here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like right then I was like, yeah, this whole keeping up with the Joneses or just trying to see what so-and-so is up to and what they like. I really don't care. Yeah, I'm, I, I agree with that. I mean, social media is, is the devil. Um, no matter what platform you put you on, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's, it's, it's good to keep in contact with the people around you, um, but so many people use it for evil. Yeah. You know, but um, but to your point where people use it for uh, trying to keep up with the Joneses, I see what you're doing over here, so I'm going to try to outdo you subconsciously and do this over right. here. Um, so then you, you can see who's real and who's fake, especially once you see them outside of that social media uh, platform whether it be on your computer or on your phone you know they may be having living a great life mm-hmm. and then you see them at the grocery store and they look down and depressed right and then you never know what somebody's going through but they use those platforms for coping me- mechanisms right um, personally for themselves you know a lot of people this day and age now is they're they're doing it all for the likes yeah likes ain't gonna save your soul no they're not yeah that, but that's that's currently what they're doing it for but i mean you know you don't have to not 
use it for evil. I mean, nah, nah, it's some good, it's some good points. You said you're not on any social media platform, but you know what I'm saying, other than group me. But you know, I think you should get on there, brother. I mean, I I know you used to be on Facebook. Nah, I I did. I I used to be on it, and I got off of it because, uh, yeah, I wasn't doing right by it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, so I I say that and I leave it at that. Um, and I don't, I don't miss it. Uh, every once in a while, I do. Uh, want to reach out to somebody that who contact I don't have, mm-hmm. um, and it would be nice for that. Right. Um, what it's intended for, like you know, <clears throat> I was thinking about uh, now I was going, I was thinking about somebody that a mutual friend of ours, uh, Chris Franklin. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, he do videos, right. or he used to do videos. Yeah, he, he still does. Like I do videos now. You know, that would be a good contact. I was like, that would have been a good time to be able to reach out to him. But then I was like, Lamar probably has his number, so you know what I mean, like. There's a way around it. And same thing with uh, a lot of people, you know, that I went to college with, you know, I can just reach out to my group of friends and be like, hey, you know, what's such and such number or, you know, how how such and such doing, you know, and, and just kind of work it that way. Now, high school, on the other hand, like them people is just lost. Like, unless I just <laughs> run into you on the street, which I do often, a lot more than I, I, I would think I would. But I, I mean, I do still live in the city. Uh but I was just at a concert not too long ago and saw one person I didn't even recognize. Uh, second person I did recognize, but yet again, like I went, it, it was no conversation there. It was just like, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it's for a reason, I guess. That I, I use it for, for the good, to, which is just keeping contact with the people that I, I talk to on a regular basis. I mean, right. I don't know how many friends I have. I don't, I don't, I don't pay attention to the, the how many friends or how many, uh, followers I got, you know, but I think it's, I don't even pay attention to the likes. I, I post stuff and it's, I just leave it out there. I mean, yeah. I'll go back to it whenever there's comments so I can go ahead and comment back to you yeah. or something like that. But I, I don't like how people do use it to be a facade. Yeah. To, to make you think that they're one way and they're actually not. That's that's a pet peeve of mine. If, if, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't play like everything's peachy and rosy, especially for, with me. Like, if, you know what I'm saying? If you're posting something and I'm tagged in it or something like that, and I know it's not real or true, delete that from me. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't need to see that. Or, you know what I'm saying? I have a thing specifically with, um, if you can't tell me something in person, don't post it. Mm. But if you're posting it and you've told me or you talked to me about it, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, definitely. Mm. But that, that's that's just me. Because some people just post stuff and they won't be able to tell you stuff to your face. Right. You know, so, I mean, that's just me. That's a that's a weird concept because you would think it would be the other way around, that people would rather go one-on-one, have a, a personal confidant as opposed to blasting out to the world. Well, I mean, some people, you know, they post stuff like, you know, um, for condolences or for um, wish you well or wish you luck for different achievements and awards mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But... You know, some some of those same people will have your contact information. Will rather post it rather than text you or phone call you. Mm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, I got you. I got you. So instead of just keeping it 100 to you, right? Or, or you know what I mean? You're doing like, it for show. You're doing yeah. it for likes. You only posted there to see how many likes you're going to get. For- I will say for some people that's their platform. That's their text. You know what I mean? Like for some people, that's their text. That's the way they reach out to people. And I guess that they've evolved into that because before all this social media platform stuff, that's all we had was 
cell phones and beepers and stuff like that. That's yeah. how we was communicating back then. And before that, we had rotary phones. Yeah. You had to remember somebody's phone number. Yeah. So times do change, bro. Roller decks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get your little black book out. You know what? I heard that on something. <laughs> I heard somebody say little black book, and I can't remember what it was on. But I was like, man, nobody got no little black book. I think it was on Family Feud. And it was a way. All right, that's what the question was. Uh, uh, if you break up with your man, what's the first thing he reaches for? And one of the answers was a little black book. I was like, nobody got no little black book. Well, they had, who did they survey? A hundred um, old men? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't even know. That's black funny. Book. Black books. I mean, that, that, yeah, those goes about all the way back to like Fresh Prince. Right. Uh, when he was giving over his little black book. Oh, to man. <laughs> I can feel the power. Feel <laughs> 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 it. That was so funny. That was a good episode. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so, um, yeah, brother. Anything else you got going? Nah, man. Anything you got going on this weekend? I mean, I got me and my son's birthdays this weekend. Oh, okay. Um, so we'll do something for him. Uh, you sound depressed. You said we'll do something for him, leaving yourself out like you was. No, I ain't depressed. About nah, it. I mean, I ain't. I ain't never been. Well, I ain't can't say I ain't never been because I was a kid once. But as an adult, I've never been one for my birthdays. Uh, I probably end up going to work and you know when i get off we'll do something you know for him have a little party or something and i'm cool mm-hmm. i don't need a lot man i'm I, simple I, I agree i don't need need a lot either myself but however it is good to have to be surrounded with your family and friends during those you know what i'm saying those times it is but sometimes it cannot be and i say that because last year uh you and some of our cousins mm-hmm. uh Got me messed up okay. to the point where uh, I, I don't think I've been there before. So what you're trying to tell me is that you weren't trained for that moment. Not at all. Not at all. Wasn't ready. <laughs> uh, back to the part of it, training that you told me. Yeah, earlier. absolutely. Part of it was my fault. Uh, for one, um, I didn't specify what liquor I was drinking that day. Um, so they did uh, cross light and dark uh-huh. and moonshine oh. on top of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and they just, it just kept coming. Okay. Um, it just kept coming. I mean, it was your birthday. It was, and you know, that that was that was one of the lines. It's, it's your birthday, drink up. Right, exactly. I mean, and how often? Do it's you, your birthday, everybody take a shot. How often do you see your family during your birthday time? Not like often that? at the, all. The, which the family is, that the extended right family that you don't see. Which is one of the reasons why I went on ahead and did it, but I did pay for it in severely. <laughs> not 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 in the morning. Uh huh. It was all day. Okay. <laughs> I woke up the next day. First of all, I was supposed to take uh, my son and your daughter to the pool. Didn't happen. Slept through that. Uh, woke up. Uh, had to go to the store for something and get some food. And I probably threw up two times out out there. It, it felt hotter than what it probably was. You know what I mean? Like I was just out in that heat. Of, and the heat was probably all of 75 degrees. Uh, so then uh, fast forward, we was up there for uh, a wedding. You know? Uh, and uh, yeah, so... Uh, I probably threw up two times before the wedding uh, or before the ceremony. Uh, and then after the ceremony, I, I hit it again. And then I was like, you know what? I need a breather. So I'm going to go out to the I car. I again like you just yeah. <laughs> So I went out to the car and I was like, I'm just going to sit in some AC. Well, it was hot in the car because there was no AC before I got in there. So I had to let it, you know, get yeah, cold. off. So hot air was blowing in my face, so I had to get out again. <laughs> threw up, <laughs> threw up to, to the back of the back of the, uh, the truck, and uh, 
that was the worst I've ever thrown up. Like, but I felt cleansed after that one. You know what I mean? Like, I knew that was it. Like, I was like, okay, this is it. This is this last little bit of everything I got. And uh, yeah. Oh man. Something happened that never happened before. My stomach immediately started uh, contracting. I don't know, like convulsing. Like it was. It, I had muscle cramps everywhere in my stomach. Like I could see it sucking in. Like it was crazy. So all I had was like some hot water in the car, so I had to drink that. <laughs> but that little bit got me got me back inside, and I was cool after that, cause like like I said, I got that last little well, bit I mean, out. You threw up the whole day, pretty yeah. much. Nah, absolutely. <laughs> every time I tried to take a, before that moment, every time I tried to put anything, I could take a mint, a piece of gum, <laughs> and it would make me throw up. Like it was horrible. It's the worst oh, I've man. ever been. And was, since then, I said, I thought, like, man, I'm not drinking like this ever again. Uh, and since then, the most I, I have when I go out is two beers uh, or, like, one mixed drink and maybe a beer. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't do a whole lot no more. That is funny. That is so funny. I, I never heard that story, honestly. Uh, especially at the point where you was talking about uh, you felt cleansed. <laughs> oh, no, nah, yeah. It was, it, was, it was a good, like, I had nothing left. <laughs> nothing left. If you're trying to... Forget flat tummy tea. <laughs> just, just, just drink you some of everything <laughs> and just watch, watch it work the next day. <laughs> you oh, just got to rehydrate yourself afterwards. Yeah, that's, all. Hey, that's why you got to train, yeah. man. Water, BCs, Advil, whatever you take in, nah. Tylenol or something. Different things work for different people. Oh, man, that was funny. Oh, man. But so, yeah, no, nah, I'm not doing that for my birthday. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I mean, unfortunately, I won't be here for your birthday or, or your son, Jay Sean's birthday. Um, me and my family are headed out to Vegas again. Uh, well, second time for me mm-hmm. um, within two weeks. But um, we're going out there for a pageant. Of course, my wife is competing for Mrs. United States, um, representing the state of Tennessee. I'm sorry, the state of Indiana. So me and London are going out this weekend to go support her. Uh, so we'll be in Vegas this weekend. Uh, we'll be back Monday. Uh, that's all I got going on this weekend. Uh, I know it's going to be hot. It's all like 107, 108 degrees out there. So me and London hitting the pool. You should be used to it now. Used to what? The heat. Why? Since you just came from there. Why, why should I be used to it? Because <laughs> you just came from I mean, that's, there. That's a different heat. That, that desert heat is like... It is different. It's crazy. No, it's different. I mean... I remember going out there as a kid and mama's flip-flop melted. I don't remember that. Nah, yeah. it was hot. At the MGM theme park, when they had the theme park. They did have a theme they park. They had a theme park. I don't think it's there anymore. No, nah, it's definitely not. Okay. It's I definitely I, not. I sat there and had to think about it real yeah. quick. Yeah. Nah, it's not there. It's a lot of stuff that's not there anymore. Right. There's a lot of stuff that's still there that should be not be there. Like right. Circus Circus, Circus, Circus. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Excalibur. Yeah, it's been Maybe, there for a while. You know what I'm saying? Even Luxor really needs to come down now. It's been there for a while now. It is. It is. You know what? Another thing that I saw out there, and I was talking to somebody while we was walking the strip, uh, I saw a billboard for Chris Angel. I'm like, he's, he's still, still relevant. I was gonna say he's still performing. <laughs> he's still, I guess it's out in that market. He he's not at the Luxor because I think we saw him at the Luxor. Yeah, we did see him at the he's Luxor. He he's somewhere else now. But you don't hear too much about him anymore. He might change his show up. But I mean, that's all of them really now. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I I think what's killing them is America's Got Talent and some of these other uh, variety shows. Because you have so many yeah. uh, coming up. 
Um, so it kind of minimizes the David Blaine's and the Chris Angels, uh, David Copperfields, yeah. you know. But they still, I mean, in Vegas, they still big because they all have re- residencies. Uh, yeah, Penn and Teller, yeah. you know, yeah. they still out yeah. there too. Yeah, yeah. It's still, and some of the old people are still out there. Um, I can't tell you who they were, but I, cause I'm not going to go see them. Right. I mean, but uh, <clears throat> even this time, last, last time, some people went to go see Janet Jackson and said that she had an amazing kind you know, she put on a, a good show. I forgot she was out there. Yeah, yeah. I uh, wonder how much them prices cost. Ridiculous. Probably. Yep. Probably. I heard J-Lo put on a good show. Her prices, ridiculous. I think when you have a residency like that, you have your set arena. Like, if you don't have a good show, that's like, I don't, you need to quit music. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, that's your house. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you control everything in that house all day, every day. Yep. So, if you can't put on a spectacular show, then you just stop. Right. You're not a performer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I ever heard somebody come back from Vegas and be like, man, that show was terrible. Like, they need to, they, they just need to quit music. Right. Like, Go to the accountant. Like, Mary J couldn't have residency in uh, in Vegas. You don't think so? No. You, you, we just talked about her last week. Look, man. She cannot perform like that every night. But she's touring. It would have to be a bigger show than what she puts on. No, it definitely would have to be a bigger show. The show, the show that she's touring with right now is is she barely doing that. But you can put pageantry around her. She can keep doing what she's doing. Just put pageantry around it's not her. Long enough. Like fireworks and dancers and you know what I mean. Nah, you could. Yeah, you could. No, I'm saying yeah. And then you take, you just stretch out. You know what I mean. Just do a couple more ballots. You, you fine. Battle is about ten minutes long. It ain't for everybody. It's not. It's not for everybody. It's not. I'm not gonna say it's not for Mary though. It's not for Mary. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Yeah. She she could tour. That's about it. Mm. Yeah. But you, you know what would be good if they had, well they probably wouldn't make any money. I was gonna say hip hop, rap, residency. Like who? That I don't know. Like Wu Tang. Or even even a group of people like a concert that mm-hmm. would be touring mm-hmm. instead of having them touring, just have all of them stay, you know, do a residency somewhere. Nah. But I don't think that it would work. Nah, I think they better touring. Yeah, I do too. Honestly, I don't know. I don't even know why I said that. Really? No, I don't either. I was thinking out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Again, they don't have the pageantry. Like, I mean, maybe Drake in five years if he just feel like settling down for a minute. Mm-hmm. Maybe Drake. Cause I've been in one of his concerts, and he do, he do a lot. He does. You know, Justin Timberlake does a lot. I mean, Justin's prime for a residency. He is. You know what I mean? But he's not a hip hop artist. No, he. Well, he's a pop that, artist. That'd be like saying, that'd be like you throwing in Usher right now. Like, yes, Usher would be great at that, but like, he's not hip hop. We right. were just talking about hip hop. Right. Right. Yeah, I was just thinking of different genres because you know they have all these old classic singers. Yeah, and they have these pop singers. that's there now, but there's no R and B or rap. People the only way there. it will work is if Diddy took the whole family out there. Diddy. Like the, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he took the whole Bad Boys family out there. Oh, and I'm talking about bringing back Loon. <laughs> Cash money had the whole uh, right. Uh, everybody, everybody that had a young album, money. Everybody that had or uh, no limit with everybody that had a, a yeah, album cover yeah, on the back. Yeah, yeah. No limit, the whole no limit. Mercedes had an album cover on there for three years. Never came out. No, with I nothing. did. Huh? Her album came out. It came out. I had it. Yeah. I don't have it now, but I did have it when it came out. I don't know how they all fell off because they was putting out man. Uh, was who was the producer? KDL. 
Man, he was throwing them bad beats. Yeah, he was. I don't know what happened to him. Like, why didn't nobody pick him up? Uh-huh. I mean, you don't hear much from Manny Fresh no more. Every now and again, you hear him. Every now and again, you do. Like, I don't know what he's working on. Maybe he's doing country. Maybe he put out that little Nas X. We need to look at the fine print. <laughs> right. I mean, it's the same thing with, like, Rick Rubin. <clears throat> Rick Rubin disappeared from Def Jam, and he started doing country hits. Nah. Nobody knew. Nope. I didn't. Yeah, he got Grammys for country. For, see, people do it behind the scenes. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Only reason why I know that is because of uh, the Hard Not Life Tour uh, documentary. That, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? No. It was a movie. Yeah, The Hard Knock Life. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I, I don't remember that being in the movie. Wait, no. It was on Fade to Black. Okay. Sorry. Thank, thank you. On, I, I was going to say, I, I don't remember that. It was on Fade to Black. Jay-Z went out to Rick Rubin's house and he was talking about like what Rick been doing. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's on there. Otherwise, I probably just read it somewhere. Because I did read Russ Autobiography. Uh, and that's a name you don't hear no more. Uh, he Russ. got me too. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, yeah, he's he's... Yeah. Low key. Now, he ain't low key. He out of country. Yeah, low key. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't coming back. <laughs> he got allegations as soon as he stepped back in the United States. Yeah, yeah. So, I think that we um, got a lot going on this weekend. Well, not a lot, but you know what I'm saying? Some some stuff. I, yeah. I wish, you know what I'm saying, you and your son a happy birthday. Early I appreciate happy birthday. that. Appreciate that. Y'all have Leo a, season. A great time. This I don't weekend. know why I said that. I don't either. I mean, because I, it's all about the Aquarius. Nah, it's all about them lions. Man. <clears throat> that's why. That's why. Uh, that's why Lion King's number one at the box office right now because Leo season. Nah, nah, that's clearly the reason. That's nah, why they it, dropped it now. I mean, that made perfect sense for it to drop like now. Yeah, I mean, that, was, that was good marketing. Yeah, probably. Brought, that's why it's number one. Probably from somebody who's an Aquarius. Nah, probably not. In their in their marketing probably department. Probably not. Like this would be a great time probably to drop this movie. Not. Probably so. It's probably Obama, because he a Leo. He was like, hey, drop that <laughs> during Leo season. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, man, have fun in Vegas. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Again, yeah. Man, you spend way too much money in Vegas, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Man, but the food's good. What food? The food the, in Vegas. The, the, Buffets. The liquid diets. I guess, man. Right? <laughs> you going out with your family this time, so hopefully it'll be a little bit different. Oh, yeah, it definitely will be different. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've never been to Vegas with my family, other than, you know what I'm saying, my boys. And right. you, you know what I'm saying? Not, you my family, but yeah. I'm, I'm considering you one of my boys right. that I hang out yeah. But not like my immediate I my took, wife, my child. I took Rhea out there when we uh when we was uh, for a baby moon before Jay Sean was born, and we hit up all the magic acts and Motown variety. Okay. That was, all of it was cool. Yeah. We had a good time everywhere. I'm not doing none of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got London though. Like she's just, yeah. That's why I'm not doing that. Yeah, anymore. it makes sense. Yeah, we we gonna be walking the strip. Take her to Circus Circus. Nah, <laughs> they, they, no. <laughs> we'll we'll find something for you to do though. All right, all right, man. Well, it was good. I think it, you know what I'm saying we wrap this up. Yep. We appreciate everybody for listening to us talk about nothing. Right. <laughs> More nothing coming soon. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. We'll 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 chop it up with you again. Uh, until then, brother, it's good talking to you. All right, same. Man. All right, we'll talk to y'all later.